This is a Tropic Planets Gamers podcast, episode six. Today, I've got my first ever guest, who is Natalie Gerardo, and she's an expert in magnesium. So our podcast today is called The Power of Magnesium, and we'll be learning all about the benefits and why magnesium is so important to be part of your life. So, Natalie, hello. Hello, and thank you so much for having me on and and, um, giving me the ability to talk about my favorite topic in the entire world, magnesium. Cool. So can you tell me a little bit about how you got into it in the first place? Absolutely. So it wasn't all that long ago that I spent my days constantly anxious, feeling overwhelmed all the time, dealing with insomnia, just feeling irritable. And I was doing everything that they tell you you're supposed to do. I was eating all the right foods and sticking to a healthy, clean, organic diet. I was exercising regularly. I was, you know, got rid of all the toxic products in my house. And yet I still didn't feel well. So I did what any normal person would do. And I went to the doctor, made an appointment, and she was very gracious and ordered a bunch of different tests and sent me to all different specialists. And when it was all said and done, she sat me down. She looked me straight in the eyes and she said, Natalie, there is nothing wrong with you. You are completely normal. And then she went on to tell me that a woman at my age typically goes through this and it's just part of getting old. And so that was the best worst experience I ever had um, because it was, it was eye-opening for me. Um, So I kind of sparked this journey to figure out, Hey, what's going on under the surface? Why am I not feeling well? Why do I feel constantly anxious? Why am I having panic attacks? Um, And it wasn't until one person, it was actually a customer at my store She came to me and she said, you know, have you tried magnesium on your skin? And at that point, I would have stood upside down on my head reciting the ABCs if you told me I would sleep better and feel calmer. So so I tried the magnesium on my skin and I went from sleeping two hours a night to sleeping six hours a night in about a week. And that week I didn't have a single panic attack. And then I noticed I felt calmer and I wasn't snapping at my kids and snapping at my husband. So I was like, wait a second, there's something on to this stuff. There's something going on with this magnesium. And it sparked this incredible journey of learning and researching and educating people all about this incredible mineral. Oh, amazing. That's, a, that's an awesome story. Um, so I've heard there's different types of magnesium. Um, could you go into more detail about the types of magnesium? Absolutely. So what, and I'm glad you asked this because I think this is what trips people up the most. People will, you know, they'll get excited, they'll hear about magnesium, and then they'll run to their local store to try and buy something off the shelf. But when they get there, they get overwhelmed because there's like 11 different types of magnesium, right? And so people get scared, overwhelmed, they don't want to try anything. And I get it. So I always like to break magnesium up into two different types. You've got magnesium pills and powders that you take orally, and then you've got magnesium topicals that go on your skin. So when it comes to pills and powders, there's a bunch of them out there. The one thing I always like to tell people is you can try any type of magnesium out there. They're all going to be good with the exception of one type. It's called magnesium oxide, and it's typically the cheapest form that you're going to find on the market. It's readily available everywhere, but unfortunately, it does not absorb well into our cells. The Mm. absorption rate is about 4%. So I always tell people if you're going to try a magnesium pill or powder, try it. Just try to avoid magnesium oxide if you can. And then when it comes to topicals, we've got two major types. We've got 
Epsom salt, which is what you find, you know, it's that's the bag of big bag of salts that you typically yeah. find in pharmacies and that type of thing. And it's wonderful to throw in your bathtub. I always like to try and throw two cups of Epsom salt and one cup of baking soda into bath water. The baking soda kind of helps that magnesium get into your cells really quickly and soak for about 20 minutes. It's a wonderful way of raising your magnesium levels. And then the last type is magnesium chloride. And this is what you're going to find in sprays and gels and lotions. So if you've ever tried a magnesium cream, magnesium chloride is the active ingredient in there. And the studies are showing that magnesium chloride helps raise your magnesium levels in about 12 weeks. Comparatively, if you were to take a pill, it would take six to nine months to do the same thing. So it works really fast. It's super safe. It's incredibly effective and it doesn't come with side effects. So it's a relatively great and easy way to get magnesium into your system. Oh, well, that's great to hear that the topical ones are the best, because the reason that I asked you to come on my podcast was because we want to talk about the magnesium from the Silent Night set, which was sold by Tropic at Christmas. And part of my den special this month is to actually let someone try that set for the benefits of magnesium. So it's nice to know that it is super effective and is worth trying. It was also my best selling set at Christmas. So that says something on its own, doesn't it? So I've heard it helps with sleep. So Tropic's um, set was um, promoted as the next level of the Dream Team. So the Dream Team was the lavender blend. And then this was lavender blend with magnesium. So how does it help with sleep? Oh, that's a great question. So I love science. I'm a big science nerd and I love doing research. And the research shows that magnesium helps activate the parasympathetic nervous system. And that's our rest and relax system. The opposite would be our sympathetic system. Well, so oftentimes we get stuck in that sympathetic mode and that's like, go, 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 get stuff done, you know, that kind of mode. Yeah. And it's really hard to shut off and turn into the parasympathetic mode. So um, magnesium help, helps kind of flip that switch, allowing our brain to kind of chill out, our body to relax, and to, allows us to get into that space of, of sleep, right? Um, another thing that it does is magnesium lowers cortisol levels. Cortisol is our stress hormone. And while cortisol is necessary, it's what gets us up in the morning, right? <laughs> it's what gets us out of bed. We don't want it all day long. We want it to stop in the evenings. So magnesium, particularly topical magnesium, works really well to kind of get those systems flowing and really signal our brain and our body that it's time to wind down and go to sleep. And then when you pair that with lavender, you've got just a great, great um, combination to really support your sleep rhythms. Yeah, so at least we can confirm that Susie Ma, the founder of Tropic, knew what she was doing. <laughs> um, can you use it on children? Yes, children need magnesium too. Um, they grow at such a rapid rate. I've got two boys myself, and I swear they'll go to sleep and they'll wake up the next morning and they're totally different size, you know? <laughs> they grow so fast. And those growing bodies need magnesium to support their energy levels, to support their mood, to support their growth. Um, so oftentimes we really focus as parents on, on you know getting magnesium for ourselves that sometimes we may forget that our children really need that as well. There's actually some really cool research out there surrounding children and ADHD symptoms. And they found that children who um, suffer with ADHD also suffer from low magnesium. So there's some interesting studies that are on the horizon. Of course, we, we need to see more research in this field, but it is really, really interesting to see that. Well, that's great to know because I've got a kid that is he's, he's turning six soon, but he, he's always like really energetic before bed. 
but I do use um, some of the lavender blends on him, so I might try some of the magnesium um, just That's to see how cool. what the difference is. Um, so if you're if you're not on the topical side and you're on the sort of the powder capsule side, how much would you take? So the recommended daily allowance for magnesium for an adult is 350 to 400 milligrams a day. Um, however, I always like to, to preface this by saying the recommended daily allowance, the RDA, is just enough to keep a healthy person healthy. So if you're already dealing with the symptoms of magnesium deficiency, you're going to need more than that minimum amount. Um, there are some researchers like uh, the fabulous Dr. Carolyn Dean. She wrote an incredible book called The Magnesium Miracle. And if you're at all curious about magnesium, I strongly recommend that as a resource. But in that book, she says that as much as twice the RDA is needed for people who are dealing with active magnesium deficiency. So always remember that magnesium, it's a mineral. It's not a drug. It's found in our food. It's a totally naturally occurring substance. So it's not like um, once you get enough, you don't have to take anymore. Since you kind of go through and burn through your stores, you constantly need to be replacing it, just like you would vitamin D or vitamin A or protein for that matter. So what kind of foods are good for magnesium? So the best foods that are highest in magnesium are going to be your dark green leafy vegetables, your nuts, your seeds, and even dark chocolate. Dark chocolate is actually a wonderful source of well, magnesium. A bit of dark chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> so I always want to caution that Food is, of course, your best source of all vitamins and minerals. You always start with a good, healthy diet before you start supplementing. But keep in mind, our soil practices, our farming practices have changed so much over the past 50 to 100 years that our soil isn't quite as rich in vitamins and nutrients as it used to be. So we're seeing that in order to get that minimum RDA magnesium, you've got to eat a lot of green leafy vegetables. It's something like, I want to say it's 10 cups of spinach, raw spinach. That will give you just the bare minimum of magnesium for a day. So definitely keep that in mind when you're trying to, to supplement and trying to figure out how much magnesium you do need. Well, I don't, I don't, um, I'm in the UK, so I'm not quite sure what 10 cups is, but I do have spinach every day for my lunch. So that's a, a good start, I guess. Um, <laughs> is there a way of telling if you're deficient in magnesium? So there is. Um, oftentimes people will test. So people will do a, a simple blood test to determine magnesium deficiency. However, those blood tests have limitations. So um, your blood when it comes to magnesium, only about a little less than 1% of your total magnesium is stored in your blood. The other 60% is in your bones, the other 40% in your muscles. So when we do a blood test, we're only looking at that teeny tiny less than 1%. So we're not going to get a really accurate result. So there aren't a lot of um, accurate, accurate results when it comes to magnesium testing. Your best option would be to ask your healthcare provider for what's called a magnesium RBC test, which is a little bit more accurate. Um, other than that, a great way to kind of figure out whether or not you're low in magnesium is to just look at your symptoms. So if you're dealing with, you know, constant leg cramps, if you're dealing with insomnia, anxiety, if you're dealing with chronic headaches, hormonal imbalance, irritability, um, lots of cramping and tightness in your muscles and joints, all of that can be signs and symptoms of low magnesium. 
And if you feel like you have those symptoms and then you start supplementing with magnesium and those symptoms go away, then you know that all you were doing was dealing with a deficiency. Cool. Um, what's your favorite way of use, um, using the magnesium yourself? I'm a fan of topical. Uh, magnesium chloride is what totally changed my life. And I've tried, I, uh, I will say I've tried practically every single type of magnesium on the market in my journey. And I found that topical magnesium chloride for me works the absolute fastest. I don't have to worry about overdosing because you can't overdose on magnesium through your skin, making it unbelievably safe to use for yourself and your entire family. Um, people always ask, well, what do you mean you can't overdose through your skin? And I like to compare it to swimming in the ocean. So the ocean is about 35% magnesium chloride, right? And we swim in it all the time and we never worry about overdosing on magnesium. So yes, the skin is not going to take in more than your body needs. Um, so I really love that form of magnesium. Another um, great option is magnesium glycinate. If you do decide to take a pill or a powder, uh, magnesium glycinate is relatively safe. It's very well absorbed and it's less likely to cause stomach issues. So glycinate is another really good option if you do opt to take pills or powders. Oh, well, I think that's a case for Susie to make um, the, the silent night stuff. Well, not actually our silent night, but the magnesium stuff needs to be made a permanent feature of Tropic, I think. Absolutely. And it's funny because when we look at the amount of people who are deficient in magnesium, we're seeing studies that show that about seven out of every 10 people is deficient in magnesium. So everybody basically needs this mineral. So the more access that we have to things like creams um, and different topicals, the better off we're all going to be. Awesome. Well, um, have you got any other things you'd like to tell me about magnesium? Absolutely. There's one thing that I always like to talk about because I think it's so important to get enough magnesium into our bodies, but it's also really important that we're aware of how much we're draining from our body as well. So um, there are certain things that you do that really torch your magnesium levels really quickly. And the first one is eating sugar. So it takes for every one molecule of sugar, you need 54 molecules of magnesium to balance that out. So oftentimes I'll see in my own children that right around the holidays, um, after they've had lots of sugar and sweets, especially around Christmas and that kind of thing, that they've had more sugar than they normally do, I start to see their behavior kind of shift. They get a little bit more irritable. They have a harder time sleeping. They're complaining of cramps and headaches and that type of thing. And I know it's because they've torched their magnesium levels um, while they ate all that sugar. So another thing that really depletes our magnesium levels is caffeine and alcohol. Both of those are diuretics. So they literally pull your electrolytes out of your system and you'll excrete them through your urine. So alcohol and caffeine are very, very big depleters of magnesium as well. And then the last thing is um, sweating. So I don't want to encourage people not to exercise. Please don't <laughs> take that from what I'm saying. It's really important to exercise and sweat. But you always want to make sure that after you exercise, that you replenish your electrolytes, including magnesium, to make sure that you um, refill your body of what you spent. And this is particularly true with children. Um, I know my kids love to play sports and they'll run around playing basketball or football or you know that type of thing. And um, 
oftentimes we see parents give their child, you know, an electrolyte or a sports drink afterwards. Um, unfortunately, most of the sports drinks don't contain magnesium. So you want to make sure that you're getting more magnesium into your children if they're running around sweating and playing outside. That's great advice. Thanks for that. I'll have to bear that in mind when my kid's a bit older and he's running around playing sports. <laughs> um, bear that in mind for myself as well, because I do tend to get like aches and cramps and stuff sometimes. Um, and I know it's when I haven't paid as much attention to my diet and what I'm eating because I am a bit of a sugar fiend. <laughs> aren't we all though i mean i do enjoy a, i do enjoy a sweet treat as well <laughs> yeah cool well uh i think that's a good roundup of the magnesium and the power of it um there's lots of benefits to be had we've established we need susie to make it a permanent fixture in the catalog um note note that for um all the tropic ambassadors um and yeah um thanks for being a guest on my podcast my first guest podcast (laughs) thank you so much for having me on and thanks for what you're doing to spread information about this wonderful mineral yeah i'd I'd like to learn more myself at some point um but yeah so it'd be good to stay connected um thanks for being my guest and absolutely thank you all the best